Ladies and gentlemen, most importantly, geeks, it is with my great pleasure to welcome you back to the Forever Geeked Up podcast. Thanks for clicking play. We hope you enjoy yourself. And now for our feature presentation. It is officially now one year since the release of Linkin Park's seventh studio album, One More Light. The past 365 days have been full of emotions for many Linkin Park fans. This album cycle stems all the way back from late 2016, where LP began giving fans studio updates as they worked on the seventh studio album. This is where the album cycle kind of began. And as usual, the speculations began and the hype train picked up steam. I believe it was January of 2017 where the fans began getting ideas and clues at that time that the time was coming for a new single. And as usual, the LP fans went into a frenzy trying to speculate and figure out what the seventh studio album would sound like. And it wasn't until February 16th that we saw the release of their first single, Heavy featuring Kiara. A plethora of mixed reviews surrounded the single and the expectations of what One More Light would sound like. May 19, 2017, One More Light is released, and as I do with all Linkin Park releases, I dedicated a whole day of listening to the album I had been waiting for. May 19, 2018, here I am listening to it once again, penning the same feelings I had since the release date. If you're still with me, thanks for taking the time, and thanks for listening to this episode. This isn't a review, it's just an appreciation of an album that I've grown to love. Let's get started. Track number one, Nobody Can Save Me. Let me start off by saying that this has to be my favorite Linkin Park album opener of all time. I'm sure many people would disagree, but I don't seem to be the only one to think so, because I've quite often read a lot of LP fans say that this track definitely was the perfect album opener for One More Light. Uh, it sets a tone and vibe for the rest of the album right from the get-go. The song's definitely in my top 10 favorite LP songs of all time, without a doubt. I'll give you my opinions on it here. Uh, the opening instrumental is beautiful. It has a dreamy, atmospheric loop accompanied by a distorted, high-pitched, chopped voice going over the lyrics within the song. The very first line of the song starts with, I'm dancing with my demons. A very dark line to hear at first, but it certainly doesn't take you down a cloud and dark path as you might think. Chester actually, actually makes you feel like optimism and shines a bright light by singing the line with such a soft, peaceful, melodic manner within the synth loop still playing. He then proceeds to the first verse to say how he is hanging on the edge with storm clouds forming beneath him as he struggles with these inner thoughts. With a couple more lines, he begins the chorus. Solid lyrics, very, very emotional and very telling. In my opinion, that's where LP Strongsu has always been. They always have shown emotion behind their lyrics. Their writing is easy to follow and engages the listener to feel the pain, anger, sadness, optimism throughout their songs. When we lost Chester in July of last year, this song was one of the more difficult songs to go back and listen to. The song takes you through his pain, his fight, and his view of his difficult past. After the first chorus ends and we jump into the second verse, we hear the guitar play get a little louder and a bit more aggressive, accompanied by that same synthy, now bass-heavy, distorted beat we heard playing throughout the first verse. 
Also, I love the backing vocals that are sung after every line Chester delivers in this verse. Here, take a listen. Heading into the second chorus, we now get a nice touch of a louder guitar accompanying Chester singing. This takes us into the bridge. And if the song hasn't been good so far, it only gets better. Again, the delivery is so passionate and the backing vocals. only add to the bridge i also want to point out that the drumming from rob on this song is just spot on I, I love it i can still remember and feel the excitement i had when i first heard this track on the album's release day i was immediately hooked from the start i remember reaching to the volume knob a couple of times to my to the mysterium just cranking it up a bit more and more throughout the first listen of this song this track is so well put together i wish i could see the making of this track in the studio Nobody Can Say Me perfectly displays where Linkin Park is at. Definitely a new sound, but with plenty of LP flavor in there. You can't hear this track and not notice uh, the LP style within. It's beautiful. One of my favorites off the album. If not favorite off the album, then second favorite for sure. Definitely in my top 10 favorite Linkin Park songs of all time. This song gives me the same happiness I get with Waiting for the End. And that's a good thing. Track number two, Good Goodbye. I like this track. I think it's the odd track out on the album. And I'm not mad that it made the album, but I think a different track could have took its place. LP has a shit ton of material. So replacing couldn't have been hard. You know, replacing this song couldn't have been too hard. Um, ultimately, they chose to keep it. So it is what it is. This is, the, this is the only rap flavored song on the album. And the only song we hear Shinoda show us his rap repertoire. But we only get one mic verse. This song has two features with Pusha T and Stormzy. Eh, their verses are okay. If I could grade them, I'd probably give them like a C-. minus. I'm no rapper myself, but still, like, I just felt like they were out of place. They could have easily done without these features. Chester sings a chorus here, and he does it well. The beat fucking bumps. I have no problem with the beat. And it's hard not to sing along with Chester. This one will be probably my least favorite off the album i'd say but it's still a good song for me it's still solid so there's that Track number three, Talking to Myself. Um, right off the get-go, you can't help but just jump when you hear the guitar and bass come in seven seconds into this song. This track's probably the most LP-related song, and I say that as having basically the most LP roots that you could hear. Like, you can't help... You, once you hear the riff on the guitar, the guitar's riff, you could just tell it's an LP song. It's just... Maybe it's because... Again, I'm familiar with their stuff, but I mean, it's just, it's, it's LP. Uh, and the guitar riff gives it away, hands down. Uh, it's a Chesterfield song. The song's about a struggle building within yourself and your partner. It speaks of completely shutting down, 
being in your own zone and blocking out the person who is ultimately attempting continuously to help you, but in return, they get no answer. Uh, if you pay close attention towards the end of the song, you can hear uh, Mike Shinoda with some backing vocals that are pretty pretty good. And again, it's a plus because Mike singing is always a plus. Uh, I love it. I just felt like we never get enough of it. <laughs> but you, if you pay close attention, you can probably catch it. Uh, overall, the song's solid, man. I like talking to myself, and I know a lot of people like this song. Uh, they did release a music video for it. Um, yeah, very solid song. Track number five, Invisible. Midpoint on the album. On this track, we get a full dose of Mike Shinoda. As I stated earlier, Good Goodbye was the only track with rapping on it. And on this track, we get Mike completely just singing on it. That's right, no rapping. Instead, just all straight Mike singing. Um, over the course of the last four albums, we've gotten a bit more and more spots of Mike singing here and there. We first got a glimpse of it on Minutes to Midnight B-side track, No Roads Left. A track that I think should have easily made the album, uh, but it didn't. From that point, many LP fans have complimented Mike on his ability to sing really well. Mike has said it's still something he doesn't fully feel himself being good at, but I beg to differ. On Invisible, we hear Mike singing about a difference occurring between a son, daughter, or and a parent. Uh, while I don't know the feeling of <laughs> parenting a teen just yet, Mike helps put that in perspective. Got an aching head, echoes and buzzing noises. I know the words we say, but wish I could have turned our voices down. Clearly, an altercation has taken place, and Mike's stressing the outcome, wishing he could have handled it a bit better and working towards that. The chorus is my favorite as it shows more of Mike wishing he could have done different and trying to explain the situation. I was not mad at you. I was not trying to tear you down The words that I could have used I was too scared to say out loud At this point, Mike is regretting how he went about it, but it's also accepting that the disagreement happened and that it won't be the last, he says on the second part of the chorus. If I could not break your fall I'll pick you up right off the ground If you felt invisible I won't let you feel that now trying to reassure his son daughter that even though there will be tough times he doesn't want him or her to feel invisible because he'll be there to pick them up when they're down on the second verse mike displays more of his positive out outlook explaining how he knows the feelings from the opposing point of view didn't get your way and it's an empty feeling you've got a lot to say and you just want to know you're being heard mike continues to say that there won't be a problem for you path but in spite of the troubles he won't be mad instead he'll attempt to always make it right on the bridge we don't get any different lyrics just mike singing the chorus again nothing complex in regards to major storytelling but the build is great and how we get the small details added throughout the song is also great as mike begins to sing the bridge we get to hear a bit more of we get to hear for the first time some backing vocals from chester in this song it's kind of hidden in the back but you can hear it uh it's truly beautiful to hear Chester give us a long, beautiful. And just kind of hear it echo out as the song comes to an end. 
The instrumental alone is a fucking beauty. I love it. It's dreamy. And honestly, it makes me feel like I'm in an adventure. It's just, it's a great instrumental. My favorite off the album. Again, showing that the production on this album is consistent and just keeping the overall feel of the album intact. It just does a good job, just consistent. Uh, great instrumental. Favorite, favorite track off the album by far. Uh, Invisible. Yeah, love it. Track number six, Heavy. Oh, Heavy. How you got absolutely demolished when you premiered as a lead-off single for this album. Uh, which is a bummer because I love this song. Very pop-oriented track for sure. But who is to say that pop can't be good? Uh, we get a first on an LP album here with Kiara being a female feature. Uh, I think she absolutely kills it. I won't say that I'm a Kiara fan, but she definitely caught my ear and it fit well into the song. Uh, we get a quiet verse chorus from Chester and a built-up louder verse chorus from Kiara, which many thought it focused more on Kiara, but I don't think it did. Yes, this track has a light guitar within it, but you definitely hear less guitar on this track. It's not, not much of it, but you get it. It's got to keep an ear out for it, which is something many people criticize upon release. You hear it begin at Kiara's verse and continue from there out. The keys are definitely the highlight for me in this track. I love them. It's what gives it the LP flavor, I think. Uh, Mike behind the keys, of course. Uh, at least, that's what I got when I first heard the single. Um, I loved it then. I still love it now. Um, yeah, that's that's it. I, I love Heavy. Track number seven, Sorry For Now. Sorry For Now is a fucking banger. It's another Mike Shinoda filled track. The instrumental is fucking beautiful. It's atmospheric. It's so soothing. I just get lost within this one. Watching the wings cut through the clouds. Watching the raindrops blinking red and white. Thinking of you back on the ground. There with the fire burning in your eyes. Very good lyrics. Helps you paint a clear picture of what Mike is telling you uh, looking out of the window from the plane and thinking of a disagreement he had back home on the ground far from the sky he currently flies in Mike stated this song was written the perspective of how difficult it can be to be an artist on tour when you have to leave your family loved ones back at home it can be a struggle to have to get up from a comfort zone from a scheduled routine daily life only to change that from what can seem day to night you know, let's hop on a plane and tour the world. In Mike's case, do his job as an artist. Your wife can be understanding, but when you have kids, that's kind of like the game changer. And this is where Mike and the band aim their message to their kids. While they love to create and play music for millions of fans, they want their kids to know that this is just part of them securing and helping the family with future endeavors. All while it's doing the thing they love to do, it's create music. And I'll be sorry for now that I couldn't be around. Sometimes things are While it may seem unfair and selfish in the kids' view, the artist doesn't mean mean it in such a way. Mike definitely shows that this in the ending chorus as he sings.
And he continues with the last line, you won't understand, repeatedly. There's a beautiful song, which has a great beat drop after the first verse that definitely surprises the listener when given the start of the song. While we do hear a high-pitched, chipmunk-esque voice during the beat drop, I can still manage it. It isn't too bad. Uh, while most of the song is Shinoda driven, we get a surprise bridge sung, or rather flowed by Chester. So we see a switch of roles from the dynamic duo. Overall, it's a great song. I absolutely love it. The highlight for me is just just hearing how great Mike's voice is. He just compliments the song so well. Uh, it's not a secret that he can sing by now. He's definitely stepped it up in the singing side of things and makes this track. Yeah, I mean, it, it's solid. Uh, sorry for now, one of my favorites. It's off the album for sure. Track number eight, Halfway Right. Another dope track, one of my favorites off the album. Yes, I said it before, I've been saying it, but I like this song, man. I love the lyrics on this one. It absolutely complements the beat, and the beat is just banging in this song. You get a hip-hop element, nice bass drum, snare, and kick later underneath another synth loop, which can go hand-in-hand, and it does. Uh, Right before the chorus, underneath the calm Chester vocals, we hear the drums come to a stop and get a piano alongside the synth instrumental, leading up to the very first catchy chorus. I scream at myself when there's nobody else to fight. I don't lose, I don't win if I'm wrong and I'm halfway right. I know what I want, but it feels like I'm paralyzed. I don't lose, I don't win if I'm wrong and I'm halfway right. Halfway right. Beautifully sung by Chester. And Shinoda hits us with a melodic. I absolutely love it. I don't get tired of hearing Mike and Chester switch turns throughout a song. It never gets old. It's definitely bittersweet to hear this track as most of the album is actually just because of the lyrics, man. Uh, They're very descriptive. As we hear Chester tell a story of dealing with past darker memories and how difficult it can be to cope with ultimately leading to him battling himself and feeling as if he can never truly win. We get a real feel of Chester's pain in this song, man, the way he sings in the track. It's a very good track. It's very hard not to sing along to this one. It's definitely, definitely a good solid track. Track number nine, One More Light. Now we're at the title track of the album. Very easy to love this song. And now can be very difficult to listen to as well. This song was written and created by the band after they had lost a close friend of theirs from the Warner Bros. label. The song very well departs from the sound of the eight previous tracks on this album, but it maintains the emotional lyrics and the tranquil vibe. The song is built off of keyboards, guitar, and bass, and no drums. I believe we could have gotten no instruments in this song and still get the same reaction. You would still fall in love with it. Chester Bennington delivers a very heartfelt message with the soothing vocals and meaningful lyrics. I remember my first listen of this track. I knew the album was coming to an end once I had reached this song. And if I didn't want the album to end before reaching this track, upon the first listen, I only wanted more. The beginning of the song begins with an echoey but very peaceful and soothing keyboard loop, which in my head immediately paints a picture of the sun breaking through the clouds after a storm, giving me that feeling that everything's going to be okay. We get some quiet, smooth guitar play from Brad Delson here, 
before we hear Chester sing the first lines of the song. Should have stayed were the signs I ignored. Can I help you not to hurt anymore? That first line always gets me. It got me then, and it still gets me now. I remember leaning back on this very chair I'm sitting in now, propping my feet up on the desk and holding my One More Light Special Edition book wide open, listening and follow the lyrics, following the lyrics word for word. Who cares if one more light goes out in the sky of a million stars? It flickers, flickers. Who cares when someone's time runs out? If a moment is all we are Or quicker, quicker Who cares if one more light goes out Well, I do I remember getting uh, watery eyes upon hearing those lines just because it brought back memories of when I lost my grandpa four years ago. So it was very bittersweet but very beautiful song. At 2 minutes with 32 seconds, we reach the second chorus where we hear a touch of the bass come in and it gives it a nice kick. Absolutely love it. It's minor, but I love the touch. This then takes us to a very beautiful guitar solo by Brad Delson. The tranquility of the guitar solo is accompanied by the calm piano loop that is the foundation of this song. At 3 minutes and 18 seconds in the distance, we hear Chester rip off and yell, which is simply beautiful. He then gives us one final chorus. This track, One More Light, doesn't have many instruments. It isn't flashy, but it gives you the message you need. It gives you the emotion, and it delivers very well. Chester Bennington, you are truly missed, man. Track number 10, Sharp Edges. A very different sound from the rest of the LP album. It's got a very folky sound coming from LP. Uh, acoustic guitar and soft vocals all through from Chester. This one took a while for me to get into as I said it's very different from the rest of the album. I've never been drawn to folk music really but it definitely grew on me can't can't deny that. Uh, lyrics aren't, compl aren't complex at all. Uh, the song has Chester speak about valuable lessons we hear throughout life from the time of adolescence to an adult. We will always learn from life and we will almost certainly fall at some point but we must learn to get back up and correct whatever it is that brought us down simple but you get the picture on my first listen i felt as if the title track one more light should have definitely been the album closer instead of this track sharp edges but after a while that thought seemed to change uh, one more light portrays a good message but it speaks about losing someone, whereas Sharp Edges speaks about getting back up from a difficult situation in life and has a positive message to it, So, which is a good way to send us off as a closer for an album. So I have no problem with this on being the closer for this album. Uh, it took me a while to get into this song, but it, it did grow on me, and I like Sharp Edges. Uh, I, I will have to say that it's probably behind Good Goodbye as 
the least favorite song on this album, taking the last place, but still, I, I, I like it. That's not saying I don't like the song. I, I very much do. And that brings us to the conclusion of the album. Warm and Light was not received well from people. It was not received well from many Linkin Park fans at that. Uh, most of it stemming from the departure of their sound, which is understandable. The softer pop feel of this album definitely isn't for everyone, but I definitely enjoyed it and it was definitely more than enough for me. It added another type of flavor to the Linkin Park discography. Uh, anyone that knows me knows I'm open to all kinds of musical genres, so I mean, I guess that's why it was easier for me to just jump right into it. I've been a dedicated fan of this band for 18 years. I've sang, I've dreamt, I've cried, I've learned, I've grown up with LP. Uh, at 26 years old with a family of my own, this album was like very fitting. It was very satisfying for me. I could relate to a lot of the material personally. personally. One More Light was a fun album cycle. It was so emotional for me. The excitement was at an all-time high. I would read up on news regarding it daily. I definitely had the same level of excitement as I had for this album that I had for the Minutes to Midnight album cycle. And from the episode I recorded last year, we know where that album ranks for me. The band undoubtedly sounded and looked happier than ever during this whole album cycle, and that just made me the absolute happiest. The live shows after after its release shows it too you can hear it in the performances they just they were phenomenal we got a one more light live album just based off how amazing those performances were they were very um very personal uh it has been a year since the album released a whole year since i first planned to record this i never planned an immediate review upon the release at that time i was absolutely loving and enjoying the album just living in the fresh fresh stages of the album it was on repeat daily for me as it was has been all year some months would have me enjoying some songs more than the others, and it changed by versa all throughout. One More Light has many layers. When I listen to the album, I can just get lost in the instrumentals. I hear the Linkin Park touches all within. The light soothing guitar mixed with the synth beats throughout the album just absolutely does it for me. The visuals that the band used for this album cycle are beautiful. The change of the logo from the music videos to the lyric videos. The visuals just felt personal and true to the band, and that just added to the songs. For me, at least. The lyrics on this album aren't the most amazing lyrics, but they're good and they're very personal and they can seem sad and a bit dark just reading them. But Linkin Park doesn't make you feel that throughout the album. You don't get that feeling. The instrumentation helps you see the brighter side of situations. They work as a light of hope. Stephanie is a summer album. This one's one that you drive around to. You can just put your windows down and turn up the volume all the way up as you drive and just blast it. Uh, if you have a good system, that's even better. The beats are just, they just bump. It's only been one year, and I'm far from when I'll know for sure where this album ranks for me, but I don't see it changing much. While this LP album might be highly disliked by people, it is the complete opposite for me, as I absolutely love it. That's my opinion. Uh, I'll use this time to go on record and say that One More Light is in my top five favorite Linkin Park albums of all time. Yeah, I said it in my top five. But I'll leave it at that for now. And we will see how it holds until the 10-year anniversary of the album. Uh, thank you, Linkin Park. Thank Big thank you to all the Linkin Park fans that made this album cycle special for me. It was amazing. You guys are amazing. And I'm so proud to be able to call myself an LP fan alongside you all. Uh, street Soldiers, rise up. Live from the rhythm, it's something wild, venomous. Enemies trying to read me, you're all looking highly illiterate Blind ain't forgetting, if I'm in the mix you won't find an equivalent 
been here killing it longer than you've been alive. You 